Hey, listener, this is Josh Elledge, CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We are actively seeking guests for our daily commercial-free entrepreneurial inspiration podcast. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to UpMyInfluence.com slash guest. Let's get on with the show. All right. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to The Thoughtful Entrepreneur. I'm your host, Jen Amos. And today I have with me Caitlin Strempel, who is the CEO of Rising Ranks Digital. You can learn more about her and her company at risingranksdigital.com. Caitlin, welcome to the show. Hi, Jen. So happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, we're very excited to have you. Uh, I thought I'd start because it's a new year. Do you feel any different from 2020? <laughs> um, I feel just like collectively people in general are getting lighter, feeling lighter. They're seeing, you know, the light at the end of the tunnel. Mm. I know my clients specifically are really excited for this year. Um, lots of talks about where they're going in the next few months. And I think we're still like the new year high of just fresh new starts. Yeah. We're trying to ride that wave of optimism. Yes, I know. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> Awesome. I love to hear that. And it's great to hear that you're, you know, really in talks with your uh, clients right now. So with Rising Ranks Digital, for people that are hearing about your company for the first time, Caitlin, let us know what's your company about and what, what are the kind of clients you have? We are an SEO and digital strategy agency. So we work with service-based entrepreneurs. Um, that's our bread and butter. We do have a few product-based businesses. Um, and we work with anyone from lawyers, coaches. Um, we have a scooter company. We wow. run the gamut, um, but we really do love to focus on SEO and digital strategy. So we are women-led for the most part. There's five of us, um, four women and our one our one man. So it's been really fun and really great, especially um, really in the SEO space too. You don't see a lot of women. Mm -hmm. So it's been really fun to kind of come at it and really take the industry by storm with just us women. Yeah, definitely. I feel like women should... Um... I mean, in general, I was just thinking about how most of the big social media conglomerates are mainly founded by men. I was like, man, how cool would it be if there was like a social media platform that was started yeah. by women and sustained by women? I would love that very much. <laughs> oh, that sounds amazing. Yeah. I do know the CEO of Mighty Networks. Um, you know, she's a woman and she kind of like decided to start her own thing with Mighty Networks and people can kind of start their own like versions of Facebook groups on there. Um, but, you know, the more, the go ahead. Yeah. I need to check it out. I've never heard of that. Mighty yeah. Networks. Yeah, Mighty Networks. It's a kind of just an alternative uh, social media platform if you're looking to kind of um, uh, be able to do your own Facebook groups in another platform that's not Facebook. Um, I'm sure well, the editors will probably clean all that out. <laughs> but anyway, just so you know. Um, well, very cool. Uh, you know, Caitlin, I think it's actually quite fascinating that you've actually been in advertising since college. So tell me, like, how much has changed or what's, what's the biggest difference or trends you've seen throughout the years? And I'm sure there's a lot, but is there any, is there yeah. any that has stood out and also like what has seemed to stay the same? Social media obviously has completely changed. I think Facebook came about when I was in college hmm. and a lot of companies weren't actually on it yet at all. Mm -hmm. So I've really seen the rise of social media, which has been really fun and really interesting and I think what's really changed too is there's been a lot of moving away from selling to creating conversations and connection. Mm -hmm. And 
in recent years, I would say um, authenticity has been a really huge thing that has come to the forefront that I've seen that has really changed, Mm -hmm. which for me, I love that just because, you know, if you're being true and real and really sticking to your, your why and your authenticity, then you will stand out. And that's what is wanting people to buy from you. Mm -hmm. Where do you think that sort of new trend came from to be more authentic? Because that wasn't even a thing, maybe even, I don't know, 20 years ago, right? (laughs) Not at all. I don't think so at all. I think Mm -hmm. it's been just the onboarding of so many companies, again, social media, Mm -hmm. um, where anybody can really come on and sell anything. And there's just more access to people, more access to advertising. It's a lot more saturated. So I think it takes a lot more to stand out. And after years and years of people just being barraged with all these messages, these ad messages, it was a breath of fresh air to kind of really see those authentic moments and messages and, and stories that brands have to share. Yeah. You, you mentioned earlier that uh, a lot of companies and brands and really just the trend of uh, advertising overall has transitioned from selling to more so having conversations. Can you elaborate more on what you mean by that? Yeah. So if you go on to social media and you just start selling, nobody is going to want to talk to you. Nobody's going to want to follow you. They want to make sure that they are getting value from you. They want to make sure that their values align with the brand's values. That's really important. Um, Consciously and subconsciously for many people is what we're seeing. And, you know, even when you actually have the clients and bring them on, they don't want to feel like a number. They don't want to feel like they're just a dollar sign to you. Mm-hmm. They really want to feel special and they want to feel like you know who they are and you're there to support them and serve them. And that's actually, you know, a big part of our marketing strategies that we roll out in every single client campaign. Mm-hmm. You know, that gets me to think a lot about just millennials kind of being the number one consumer today. And I myself am, am a millennial. And, you know, one of the things that came out of uh, college for me, from what I recall, was, was Yelp. You know, just kind of being able to do that extra research onto a company and seeing what other people are saying. And so it seems like social proof has become like a big uh, thing or strategy for uh, businesses as well. Um, is that something that you would also agree upon? Yes. And I think that it, when you actually really work on your customer service and your consumer experience, it kind of also comes naturally too, Mm -hmm. because people want to talk about you. They'll use your product and love it. And they'll post it on the social media channels and Mm -hmm. go to Yelp and they'll go out of their way to give you a really good review. Um, Many times you go and angry people are more likely to leave you a review, but it is true that if you give a stellar experience Mm-hmm. And you're offering something that is truly valuable to someone, they will go out of their way to make sure that people know about you. They will refer you. Um, our company right now is 90% referral based, again, wow. because we really focus on the consumer experience. Mm-hmm. And there's just, yeah, there's so many ways out there to make people feel special. It doesn't have to be anything big, it can be something small, like a handwritten letter or you know, maybe just an email checking in on them, Mm -hmm. but it really does go a long way. And people do really, when they feel that they will go out of their way to make sure that they recommend you. Yeah, definitely. I know that if there's someone where I'm like, why are they just giving me so much value? It's like, I can't help, but talk about them, you know? And so I definitely can uh, relate to that. Uh, Walk us through um, an example of a client 
uh, Caitlin. So someone walks through your doors and says, I want to hire you, help me with my SEO and digital strategy. What does that typically look like for them? Yeah, so we will have a kickoff call. It's with me and another manager, and we will learn all about them. We'll learn about their brand, who they're trying to reach, what their goals are, what their challenges have been. And then we'll obtain access to their website and some other analytics information. And we let them go for a week or two and we do a total deep dive on everything. Mm. And we'll come back and reconvene within two weeks. And we have the share document and we'll go over everything that we've sent, uh, we've saw and we've seen, and we really lay out the next steps Mm-hmm. of what we're going to be doing and how we're going to be working with them over the next six months. So it is very customized to mm-hmm. the type of business that they're in. Um, sometimes it's location-based, so that makes a difference. Mm-hmm. And just what their goals are in general. So we create a strategy. And then after that, they are we share the share document with them. It's just mm-hmm. a, you know, a Google document, a secured Google document. And they now have access to that we've created plus everything we do. So our team works in this system mm-hmm. and we have a weekly report. Then we have our monthly analytics and our monthly reporting, and they can come in there at any point in time and see. And we created that actually pretty quickly because pretty quickly we found out that people were coming to us from other agencies because they had no idea what they were doing. Mm-hmm. Um, there was no communication, especially with SEO too, when a lot of people don't fully understand it or don't understand the lingo and people just kind of go away and do their thing. They feel out of the loop. Mm-hmm. So we've, we've kind of brought that piece back so they can come in there at any point and see what's going on. If they have questions, we're there to answer them. So that is a huge difference between, you know, us and a lot of other agencies that you see is really the visibility into what we're doing on a weekly basis. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, other than that, we usually work with companies for um, minimum six months. Typically, we have clients and several clients actually that have been with us since the very beginning, which has wow. been a few years now. So it's been really great. Yeah. So it sounds to me that what your clients seem to like the most about your company and what is the differentiator is transparency. Like you have the shared document and you show them, you kind of walk them through the process or they at least see what you're up to. And, you know, I definitely know like my husband and I, when um, we hired an SEO person, it kind of felt like we were left in the dark. Like we didn't, we had to we had to proactively reach out to them and say, Hey, can you like walk us through what you did? You know? And yeah. so the fact that you did that early on or you do that early on with your clientele, I'm sure is something that they greatly appreciate. Yeah, exactly. And it goes back to that consumer experience to mm-hmm. give the best consumer experience. Um, it's really ideal to listen to what's going on in the marketplace. What are these people's pain points? Um, how can you be different? How can you be better? And really all it is, is was listening on our part. Mm-hmm. So that was something that we quickly picked up on. Yeah, I think uh, we take listening for granted, <laughs> I think, yeah, right. a lot of the times. And so, um, you know, surprisingly enough, it is a skill that needs to be learned. And um, the fact that you all picked up early on that, like, hey, these clients just want to know what's going on. Like, they they want to work with you. They trust you. But, like, you give them that peace of mind when you have something such as a shared document to show them, like, what you're doing. Yeah, so simple, right? 
Yeah. So simple and yet not so easily done. Some people just yeah. don't do it. It's kind of interesting. Anyway, this is good for our listeners to know. <laughs> so yeah, exactly. something to keep in mind, transparency is key. <laughs> a lot of uh, businesses uh, really appreciate that um, nowadays. Um, Caitlin, I, I find it very fascinating that you were trained by Google and picked up by Yahoo afterward. So uh, I'm curious to know, what's the di- what was the difference um, in working with those different companies? And also, like, what are the biggest takeaways you got from working with them? Oh, well, I think for the most part in regards to web and SEO, there are some slight differences between Yahoo and Google, but the core foundations are essentially the same. Mm-hmm. Um, they're very similar. Yahoo is, of course, smaller, but they really did have that same mentality mm-hmm. of um, work hard, play hard. So that was really fun, um, making sure that we're always up to date on the latest trends and knowing what's going on. Um, so yeah, so it, it was interesting to see kind of both ends of it, but really at the core foundation, it's, it's a, very similar. <laughs> One thing I also find really uh, fascinating about you, Caitlin, is that you absolutely love doing SEO. So what is it about it? What is it about SEO that you love so much? Because personally for me, it's just, it's too much. It's like too many things going on, too many like HTML and codes and stuff like that. But I imagine, I, I mean, some people say it's another language that they fall in love with, right? So I'm curious to know, like, what is it about SEO that you love so much? Yeah, for me, it started all back, I think, in the first two years after college. Mm -hmm. And again, it was the rise of digital marketing. Mm -hmm. And I quickly saw that it was very trackable. Um, Mm -hmm. You could see the analytics and make very, very specific changes and optimizations based on what you were seeing. Mm -hmm. And so for me, it was kind of like putting together the puzzle pieces. Mm -hmm. Um, You had to use your analytical mind and strategic mind. Mm-hmm. And for me, I love thinking creatively, but I'm not an actual like creative person. Mm-hmm. Like I can't go out there and create, you know, a, a TV ad. So that was kind of for me more of, you know, the creative thinking, the strategic thinking. So I fell in love with digital marketing in general. And then when I started actually working with Google and Yahoo mm-hmm. um, and I started learning SEO, it was just more puzzle pieces to put together. So I think that was the thing is, you know, really trying to figure out what is going on, the issues and how to fix it mm-hmm. and then seeing the results as I fix it. Mm. That must be fun. It's just like, yeah, yeah. Like, like kind of how you describe it. It's like a puzzle that you're trying to figure yeah. out. And then our monthly reporting too, we have, you know, the rank number. So where you're ranking in Google and Yahoo and everything that goes up is green. Everything that goes down is red. So it's just, you know, even our clients love to open it up and just see like green, green, green. And it gets addicting after a while. I love that. That reminds me of when my husband was uh, dabbling in WordPress and he was trying to do CEO for our, sorry, SEO for our website. And um, when he started to see the green lights, like he would just get really giddy. (laughs) So I imagine that's like a nice, like, like, yes, we did it. (laughs) Yes, totally. Yeah. Um, I want to go ahead and shift gears here in a second, Caitlin. But before I do, is there anything else that our listeners should know about your uh, company, Rising Ranks Digital, that I haven't asked yet? Um, I think really what we've seen and in working with clients that, um, there really is some strategy to marketing as well. And our strategy is really based around the four C's, which I don't see 
many companies utilizing. Mm -hmm. So the four C's for us is catch, connect, close, and continue. So Mm -hmm. catch is driving awareness. And there's very specific ways on how to do that and very specific platforms that you should be on and be utilizing. Mm -hmm. Um, Then there's the connect. So how are you actually connecting with your consumers? Mm -hmm. Um, It could be by telling your story, um, educating people about your method, sharing testimonials, again, really showing that authentic side of your brand. And mm-hmm. then you have the close. So asking for the sale, making sure that your website is optimized because it's your 24 hour salesperson. Mm-hmm. And then the last C is continue, which is that customer care, the customer experience. And that is the biggest one that we've seen companies overlook. Mm-hmm. And for us, we've had clients where we've changed this and within a few months, they've created six figures just from a little tweak of reaching out and maybe their sales team calling, you know, a current customer or previous customer offering them, you know, a discount or just having monthly surveys of how people are feeling and how they're doing and what they're needing. And again, listening to them Mm -hmm. and really creating that curated experience that's in line with your brand. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's really what we love to do and how we really love to set people apart is really making sure that they're walking everybody through these four C's and especially not ignoring the people once they purchase from you. Yeah. So that's Yeah, I, I am curious to know where where do most people get hung up in the four C's for you, that you've noticed? There's a few things, and I think that people sometimes they don't connect long enough before mm-hmm. they try to close the sale. Mm-hmm. So that's been one that we've tried to see, or their connection isn't authentic. So mm-hmm. connection is a big one. Um, and then again, after people purchase. Sometimes they forget about their consumers and really they're the people that they should be loving on the most Mm -hmm. because they are the ones who, again, are going to help you go viral. They're going to refer you. They're going to share you, give you testimonials. And it's a lot easier to get them to repurchase as long as you have a great consumer experience plan than going out and reaching out to cold consumers who have no idea who you are or spending ads on people who have yet to really even need your services. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I I really like that you put an emphasis on that. When you say connect, it reminds me uh, how, um, I mean, I don't remember the stats at this point, but they say something like, you know, most people don't follow up on a prospect after like a second call or whatever. Like, first of all, they don't follow up. And then secondly, they don't follow up again. Um, And a lot of sales are lost because people don't follow up. And we take for granted the saying fortune is in the follow-up because it's true. It really is. And in this case, the the word that you're using is connect. Like people just, you know, need to improve the quality of their connections. Um, Why do you think that's hard? Or why do you think like people don't know how to do that connection and more importantly, sustain it like once they become a customer? Yeah, that's interesting. I think it's either essentially overlooked because especially if you get into bigger corporations, you see that a lot of people's jobs are dependent upon end numbers. Mm. Um, So a lot of companies can get hung up on that. Mm -hmm. And more so with the solopreneur, I've been seeing that they just don't feel comfortable showing up authentically. So it's really working on that mindset too. And really knowing that it's good for them. It's good for their consumers. And it's essentially good for everyone when they show up authentically and they tell their story and share what they've overcome so they can help other people. 
Yeah, it seems kind of ironic, but it really is an art to show up authentically. Like you really have to like work on it before it becomes second nature. Because I think that, you know, when you're being authentic, when you're around friends, like it's easy to be you. But when I think that when you're in business for yourself and you know that you want to sell something, it does make you act a little weird. And so it's just knowing like, hey, like, like you have something to offer to the world and this happens to be it. And you can show up authentically with that. But again, like you said, it's something about that mindset, (laughs) you know, that we have to work through. It is. And for me personally, too, with our company, I did, you know, grow up in the world of corporations and beginning, it was before even, you know, authenticity was a thing. So you were very like put together and making sure that everything was perfect and buttoned up and nobody wants buttoned up anymore. (laughs) Nope. Especially, especially since 2020, there's just Come on, yes. <laughs> come on, y'all. So <laughs> we could all see everyone's closets. We could all see everyone's like offices, like home <laughs> offices and kitchens and living rooms. Like, hey, like we're all real uh, people trying to get by. <laughs> so true. <laughs> yeah. Well, Caitlin, I thoroughly enjoyed our conversation today. Uh, before we go, any parting thoughts to our listeners who are small business owners and entrepreneurs? I think it's just listening to your consumers and really trying to offer up what they're truly looking for and not looking at what other people are doing Mm. versus um, in regards to your competition. So instead Mm -hmm. of focusing on your competition, focus on really what your consumers need. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love that. It's kind of just like stay in your lane. You know, it doesn't matter. Like even I think about like the networking uh, events I attend virtually nowadays and how there's a lot of people in the same um, field, you know, that are sort of showing up to these events. And you just have to think like, it's not about the competition. Just focus on your lane, focus on what you're good at, you know, build those alliances or those, you know, like try to build those good connections with people that are willing to vouch for you. And I do think, I do believe that there's plenty of business, you know, for everyone, if you just kind of focus on, you know, mastering your own authenticity and, you know, owning it, like owning what you have. Um, And so, so yeah, anyway, thank you, Caitlin. I think that is a great way to close our conversation today. Thank you so much. This was so much fun. Yeah, I'm glad you had fun. I I had fun chatting with you as well. (laughs) Have a good one. Yeah. And uh, again, to our listeners, this is Caitlin Strempel, the CEO of Rising Ranks Digital. You can learn more about her and her company at her website, risingranksdigital.com. Thank you all so much for joining us and we'll chat with you in the next episode. Tune in next time. Thanks for listening to The Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now, if you've got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Now, if you do that, tag us with the hashtag upmyinfluence each month. We scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform, and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. Now, what do you win? Well, we're going to promote you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans, totally free. Now, can you also hook us up? Now, in your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, 
seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 minutes a day. Now, my name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Now, thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thank you.